And we don't need to put ourselves through overwhelm and anxiety just to get to the outcome. We're supposed to enjoy the journey. And that can mean letting go of those distractions, those shiny things to then prevent overwhelm and actually be where your feet are and experience the journey. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I say welcome back, but actually, if you are a new listener and you don't know me yet, I don't know you, I am so happy that you are here, that you showed up, you are not here by accident, and I'm excited for you just to pour into yourself these episodes every single Wednesday are for us to walk through life together and know that you are not alone. I am just like you, and we are walking through this imperfect road called life, and if you are a returning listener happy you're here again. Love that for you because you are the girl who can't finish another episode. Am I right? Okay. So first I have to let you know that Texas might have the best weather right now, which is weird to say because I feel like people think about Texas and they're like, it's humid, it's hot. It has been like 75 degrees, sunny. It's weird. We're in January. We're in the middle of so-called winter and it feels hot outside. I was wearing shorts today, but it makes me feel genuinely so happy. Just the sun's out. I can go on my morning walk, sun in my face. Tyler and I were sitting out at a brewery this past weekend, just enjoying life. I wish I had a dog in this season so then I can take him on walks and have more excuses to be outside. But having a dog is like a child. So for those of you who have dogs and puppies, I want one one day, but I also don't envy you right now because a few of my friends have puppies and they're literally children. They're babies and which is fine, but I still like my freedom to go and do things and not let a dog out every two hours. I really digress there. Okay. I'm getting off on a tangent, but how is everybody feeling? We're still in the beginning, the beginning of the year, January going strong. We're about halfway through the month. And you know, I've said this in other previous episodes uh, this month, but 
obviously in January, there's still this talk about New Year's resolutions or intentions, whatever you want to call it, new year, new me. And we all have these big grand goals or what we want to accomplish out in January or outside of January, whatever it might be. Just feeling like we have to map out the year. 2023 is going to be the year we get fit. We have a morning routine. We change our mindset, you know, all those things. But And I want that for you, okay? I'm not saying that, I'm not like mocking those things. I want those things for you. I want you to be consistent in whatever goals you have set out for this year. And even for myself, I am trying to map out things I want to accomplish this year in my job, my career, my fitness journey, et cetera. And to be honest, I'm overwhelmed, (laughs) just straight up. I'm overwhelmed because I am very much a planner. That's just who I am. That's my nature. But I have actively tried to pull myself out from being so fixated on a plan all the time. Because when I focus too much on planning, I don't leave room to experience the present moment. And I'm so fixated on the outcome. And when I expect things to go a particular way because I'm a planner. I become so outcome focused rather than trying to enjoy the journey and what's in front of me and being where my feet are. And I just miss what's for me within the present season. That has been a struggle that I constantly have to go through. Like like I am aware of it and I'm explaining it to you because I have that self-awareness and I've reflected on it, but that doesn't mean I'm perfect and I I still have to constantly remind myself or having people, having a good community around me is important so they can be like, hey, Arissa, you are going down a rabbit hole right now and you just really need to be present. So if that's you, just also plug for a community that you need to get yourself surrounded in or just have friends, people that you trust who will point you higher in that way. But I currently feel overwhelmed because I feel like I am most recently, as we're talking about, you know, New Year's goals in 2023, um, I can sense myself slipping back into, okay, I need to get to this goal by this month and I need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G each month in order to get me there. And while that type of planning can be beneficial. I'm not knocking that because there are some people out there that do need that structure. Maybe you do need to plan your goals of like, this is my overarching goal. These are the three steps that I'm going to do to get there, which I advocate for. That is an excellent way to make goals, but I'm just speaking on personal experience. I can take that and like go haywire with it and plan not three steps, but six steps and break it down by monthly. And then I go down, like I said, a rabbit hole. So every one of us is different and that's okay. But in regards to what I want to talk about today about feeling overwhelmed, from what I see to be a common pattern that comes from wanting to do too many things at once, where then we find ourselves in a spot where we're doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, equating to overwhelm, that happens because we feel the need, we need to get to the outcome fast. And we're told that it should be fast because of social media, because that friend got there or this friend is doing that. And honestly, when we look at the core of all of that, that comes from 
a failure of having boundaries because a failure of having boundaries then leads to taking on too many things at once or feeling like we have to expedite the process by doing a million different things in order to get to the outcome faster. Like no one's an overnight success, okay? Let's just, you know, start with that. But a failure of having boundaries, which then equals us adding too many things on our plate, then leads to overwhelm. And Because of those lack of boundaries, that's a personal responsibility that we need to take on. We've allowed ourselves to get to a place that is clouded, and I know that that is not a fun place to be, and it might be a harsh reality of saying it's not anybody else's fault, but maybe my own lack of boundaries that I need to sit with and work through, which is what we're going to talk about and address today. So being overwhelmed when I was reflecting on this also comes with the lack of knowledge or power you feel like you don't have really like that's what overwhelm is we feel like we don't have control or power or maybe the knowledge to get through certain things so when we break it down knowledge is power so where do you need to increase your knowledge in order to gain back your power maybe that's you need more knowledge in how to set boundaries. Maybe you need more knowledge with yourself of being self-aware of how you react in certain situations. So it can look very different, but let's just take um, a classic example. So I'm a dietitian. I said this multiple times on the podcast. If you don't know, if you're new here, I'm a dietitian. That's what I do. That's my bread and butter. I help women live their most healthiest lifestyles, whatever that looks like for them. So let's just say someone starts a journey with me, okay? I am so hyped for them because I am excited that they want to increase their knowledge to then gain an empowerment in making decisions with their nutrition, okay? So maybe they're overwhelmed with where to start with nutrition and they want to gain back that power so then they can reduce their overwhelm. So good on them for coming to me to increase their knowledge, but they come to me and say they want to lose weight and feel energized. But in week one with me, within that journey, they want to focus on their gut health. They talk to me about their hormones. They're also working out five times a week when they previously weren't doing anything. And then they tell me they want to begin meal prepping seven days out of the week. And they've implemented a new morning routine. All individually, really great things. But there are too many things going on. And that invites an overwhelm. And when we, all those things look shiny and great on the outside, like why, why would that equate to overwhelm or why would those all things together be seen as a negative thing? Because it's too much. It invites an overwhelm because when we try and do too many, even good things at once, we crash and burn. And then we end up blaming ourselves for being a failure or we put the blame on those quote, good things and say, well, a morning routine doesn't work or working out at the gym doesn't work. We make such extreme statements when we are overwhelmed and we put the blame on those other things rather than looking inward and saying, okay, I had a lack of boundaries. I took on too many things at once and I need to start small. And I'm guilty of this too. I get distracted and sometimes I get in seasons where 
I'm distracted and with all the shiny new things um, and get overwhelmed of trying too many things and not being intentional with it and therefore not seeing it through because we do need to slow down. If we keep starting new things after two, three weeks at a time, or if we're doing 10 different things within one week, how do you expect to actually see if something actually works? You're making yourself overwhelmed by not allowing yourself to see something through. And when I say see something through, that means like a solid six weeks, you know, something that is long enough to try and build a habit. And again, I am guilty of this and it is okay. A piece of the puzzle here is giving yourself the grace to know when maybe we've kind of stumbled or maybe we've had these lack of boundaries, um, but we want to prevent you from getting overwhelmed, right? Like the whole thing here is being preventative versus getting in this overwhelmed state and then being reactive and making extreme statements and then feeling like we are going to give up. But again, I get it. We as humans and in the culture that we live in, we are designed to want it all figured out right now, tomorrow, within a week. We live in this culture that tells us that should be um, the case. But I don't want you to trust those feelings or trust what the world is telling you you need to do in a whatever time frame. I want you to feel empowered on your own time to get all those things under control that you want for yourself. I know how badly it feels to just want to have all your ducks in order, feel like you're reclaiming your health, your confidence, your life, or how badly you feel like you're working towards something and just are just trying so hard And for some reason, you just don't see any fruit coming from it. Maybe you feel like you're hitting dead end after dead end after dead end. Like, I just want to sit with whoever feels or connects with that and say that, like, I I have felt that too. And it's not fun. And that in itself can lead to overwhelm because we feel like, what else can I do? What else do I need to add on my plate? Or how else can I try it? Um, When sometimes it's, there is something to be experienced in that season of waiting. And we don't need to put ourselves through overwhelm and anxiety just to get to the outcome. We're supposed to enjoy the journey. And that can mean letting go of those distractions, those shiny things to then prevent overwhelm and actually be where your feet are and experience the journey, experience the steps that you are taking right now. Those steps are meaningful and meant to be experienced. And I want to circle back to boundaries because this is just a common theme, but not having them in place for ourselves leading to the burnout and overwhelm comes from the lack of discernment to say yes and to say no in the right times. It's not about saying yes more often or saying no more often. Like it's really this balance and it looks different for everybody. And that's just the honest truth for myself and somebody else out there that needs to hear that today. Or maybe you get overwhelmed because you're a yes person too often. And it's from just being overly excited. You're excited about an opportunity. So you jump into the deep end and just see how it goes. Again, it's not all about 
being a yes or being a no. It's like the balance, but understanding like where you fall between the two. Maybe you're somebody who is more of that yes person, like I just explained, or maybe you're somebody who says no often, like it's different, but reflecting and being honest with where you fall. Um, But let's just say you fall more on saying yes, because you're excited. I say this often on the podcast, like I encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and try new things and just let it be messy. But in this case, it's important to have the knowledge within yourself because you need to be able to say yes and say no appropriately to have those boundaries and prevent overwhelm when jumping straight into the deep end. If you say a big yes, there still needs to be no's within your overarching big yes where you're you're getting out of your comfort zone. Because if you, we just continue to say yes and we jump into that deep end, um, distraction can creep in where everything in sight just seems shiny and good and we say yes to too many things. And as we've talked about throughout the past 15 minutes or so, that creates overwhelm. And adding in overwhelm means adding in the unnecessary to your life. And adding in the unnecessary is where we can overcomplicate things. And I've seen this in my own personal walk. When we, when I, when I begin to overcomplicate things, this affects how I can begin to view myself in a day-to-day life. So thinking about you, the listener, whoever you are out there, when you are frequently overwhelmed due to being confused, this can affect how like the self-talk happens in our head. Because let's just say we invite in that confusion, that overwhelm, that little voice in our head starts to play the narrative of, I can never accomplish this goal, or I can never reach this, or I just don't know where to start. And those words, when we think about them more often, if you're frequently overwhelmed, like they don't just become a thought, they can become a belief. And that leads to a negative relationship with your own self, believing that you can't ever accomplish whatever it might be, or you can never start things. You aren't then empowered to take action or make decisions or have clarity or even just try. I think sometimes we make it so black and white of can I do this or can I not? Can I accomplish this goal? Yes or no. And that's where we can get confused and the overwhelm can happen because it just becomes like, I don't know if I can do it. It's either yes or it's no. And we make it so black and white, but actually the question needs to be, are you worthy enough to try? And I believe that question can release a lot of maybe the weight you have on your shoulder from the overwhelm, feeling like it needs to be a yes or it needs to be a no. The question should just be, are you worthy enough to try? And if you don't know the answer to that, I'm going to tell you the answer right now. Yes, you are worthy enough to try. Regardless of whatever narrative you have playing in your head, regardless of what your spouse or your friends or social media tells you, um, or what your past experiences are, in this moment, you are worthy enough to try. You are the girl who can, and that's why you are here. That's why you showed up. That's why you clicked on my face for this podcast to listen, because you feel like you can be the girl who can, and even if it's not in this moment, it's much closer than you think. 
And when I say much closer, I mean like within the next two seconds, okay? Not like in a month or when things are perfect. It You can be the girl who can with exactly who you are right now. So where was I? Okay, so it's very clear that people can deal with overwhelm in a variety of different ways. It could be anger. It could be blaming other people or yourself, as we just talked about, or making big statements. Maybe you're somebody who retracts and just isolates themselves, self-loathing, also hustling and feeling like you need to do more, burnout, anxiety, like the it's across the board, right? Like no one person is the same. And so when you see somebody doing a million different quote, good things, maybe that's their version of feeling overwhelmed. Like they have to add more onto the plate or maybe somebody retracts and doesn't do anything or you self-loathe. Like, so just, I say all those different things just to have empathy for our other girls who can out there, our community, because everybody is different. And sometimes we expect somebody to act a certain way when really that's not the case at all. Um, So just have some empathy for your friends, your community out there. But I also want to talk about what you can do, right? Like we've talked about kind of the what overwhelm looks like and why we might end up there. But how do we overcome overwhelm? That's also what I want to talk about today. And first, I want you to begin looking and reflecting on your goals, how you make them. I would prefer them to be attainable and realistic and being honest with yourself while you're making them. And we hear this stuff all the time. Like this is not new information or like groundbreaking information, but like making realistic goals. And it almost sounds too simple when I say like, we got to start one step at a time, one small goal, especially if it's something new that you're trying to incorporate. And that's hard to do as simple as it sounds, because we feel again, like everyone around us is going hundred miles per hour, or maybe is a hundred miles ahead of us. Um, so why would we just want to start with one thing? Like that just seems almost too simple that we don't want to do it because we feel like that's just going to put us farther behind. But I encourage you to find comfort in the simple. Why wouldn't you want the life you want to come to you through simple steps, right? Like why do we need to make it so complicated? I would like things to be simple. And when I am telling you, like, start with the simple, start with small steps, like that should actually be freeing, not giving me so much pushback, which I know some of your minds out there went to. But when you actually focus on the foundations, the simple that I'm referring to here, other layers then can be poured on top of it and actually stick because you've laid the foundations. And Again, I know you want your life to change now and I know you're eager and I know you feel motivated. Clearly you showed up because you feel like you are or want to be the girl who can, but when you're going hundred miles per minute, you can get focused on again, where you're going and don't learn anything within or about the process. You're looking around at the next best thing or where the finish line is and adding to your plate in order to get there faster when I want you to evaluate what you're allowing into your life right now. 
who you're letting influence your actions, decisions to then possibly lead to you feeling overwhelmed. And some tactical tips I also want to leave you with is five today. I want to leave you five tactical tips. And the first one is challenge the perfectionism. Who says you have to be so perfect? Who says you need to be doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Why do you feel the need to keep adding or trying new things constantly? Maybe almost too frequently, like every two weeks or trying a million things in within one week. And those are questions to ask yourself and only you can answer. Again, not your answers are going to be different than the person next to you. But actively reflecting on these things is important because this means you can begin to accept the imperfect moments, the messy, the things you might have to pass up on, the nights in to reset versus going out with your friends, the extra project that your work throws at you that might be bringing in a a little more money, um, but isn't really aligned with your goals or your values, whatever it might be. The next best diet out there that your friend lost 10 pounds on in 20 days. Like these kind of distractions, these shiny things that look quote good on the outside, but actually are inviting in more overwhelm and not a part of your foundations or values. And listen, I put a lot of pressure on myself, this podcast, my career, my outcomes to be quote perfect. I want to do things well, like, and that that's just me being honest, like you're not alone here. I have to challenge my perfectionist mindset, but that's exactly it. Like I have to challenge, I am taking action. I have to catch myself because if I'm not aware, it can lead into me just doing more and more and more when I don't see an outcome I want, or I feel like I'm waiting too long and then I'm burnt out, I'm overwhelmed. So It's all about taking action and being preventative versus reactive, like I said before. And I think of this analogies. Let's just say you're watering plants outside. Just stay with me on this one. But all of a sudden, like you're you're using a hose, like those little green hoses. Let's just say you're watering your plants, you're using the hose, all of a sudden the water just stops flowing and it starts trickling. So you can't water your plants anymore. And a lot of people's initial reaction is to go to the faucet and crank up the water because you the the water pressure stopped. And so you want to crank up the water. But we overlook that there's actually a bend in the hose. And that's what's causing the lack of water pressure to come out. The lack of the outcome, right? And so instead of, that's just like, an analogy of us as humans. Like we just want to keep adding more pressure to the source when there's actually something within the foundation of the hose of or our, our lives in the makeup of it that we actually need to fix. So encouraging you to be more aware of what's happening in within your foundations, what's happening in the now, and take the next step, take the action to undo that bend in the hose versus pouring more in and pressure within the source to then get burnt out. Okay, step number two is prioritizing your yeses and your noes. I talked a little bit about this earlier, um, but actually reminding you to practice it, like those balances of yeses and noes, because that is just 
feeding into your boundaries, practicing your boundaries. And I have a whole episode on boundaries. So just scroll down and give that one a listen if you want to have more tactical tips um, and just talk through boundaries and being the girl who can practice boundaries. But saying no gives you the control of your time and energy. And so does saying yes. Um, you know, both of those, a balance of both of those leaves room for the miracles to be placed within your schedule and allows you to intentionally prioritize what is important to you, not what so-and-so says or the world says should be important to you. Um, so that's number two. Number three is just focus on the next step. Sometimes we feel like when we mess up or we get overwhelmed, we need to do something super specific or different in order to get, quote, back on track. Um, Think about a diet mindset, for example. I'm against diets, but like when you're in a diet mindset, let's just say you feel like you went out to eat over the weekend and you think that that's put you off track and you're overwhelmed and we feel like we need to restrict in order to get back on track or overcompensate. No, okay? What we need to focus on is just the next step. If you fell, if you feel overwhelmed because you fell off your routine and you don't know how to get back on track, just eat your next meal. Do your next workout. Do your next morning routine. Just do whatever is next, that next step where there's no restriction, there's no overcompensating. Um, it doesn't have to be a huge leap, just one step forward. And again, that can help release the tension off you feeling like you need to do this big thing to correct your action, just one step at a time. And ultimately, like at the end of the day, that's how you build character because you are continuing to show up one step at a time. It's not about, you know, giving it a 200% this day, 0% the next, like it's not all or nothing. It's just building character and continuing to show up in a way that's not overwhelming, but in a way that is consistent. Um, Okay, so that was step number three. Uh, Tip number four. So that was tip number three. Tip number four is find a grounding habit and or routine. And again, focusing on the simple your foundations for me personally, this is a walk outside, uh, worship, listening to worship, listening to worship music, sitting outside in silence, maybe having some sun on my face. If I am feeling angry or upset, it can be crying, just allowing myself to feel the emotion, maybe taking a nap, um, a day off social media and a lot of just little tangent on social media. If you're new around here, I have like a love-hate relationship with social media, but a lot of times we feel like with social media, that is an outlet and that is not a grounding habit or routine. Like we use it to kind of numb out when we feel overwhelmed, we have the mindless scrolling, we watch trash TV, I'm guilty of it too, but that actually feeds into your overwhelm because we're distracting ourselves from how we're actually feeling. And instead of pouring back into it, into our cup, that grounding habit and routine would do, we're actually continuing to drain our energy and that can lead to additional overwhelm. So little tidbit on that. Fifth and final tip is take a break, just rest. 
take a step away from your computer, step away from the project for 10 minutes, step away from the diet, step away from the restriction, go on a programmed diet break. But knowing when to show up is knowing when to take a step back because that's how you become more intentional with how you show up. So, and this is a big, you know, thing I emphasize on this podcast with being the girl who can is having this balance of the two, like knowing that you can work hard and I know you can be that girl who does the uncomfortable, does the hard things, but that also comes from knowing yourself to take when to take a step back so then you can take that step forward that is more intentional that is more powerful more courageous and brave and that's all i have for you today friends that was a lot about overwhelm hopefully this podcast didn't leave you feeling overwhelmed but hope it just provided a little bit more clarity insight maybe some reflection we did a little bit of reflection together i mean A big thing here is that I am with you. I am not perfect here. Um, I constantly have to remind myself of these things as well. And if this helped you, we want to grow the community. Please share this with a friend, post it on your social media, tag me at the girl who can podcast or at Arisa Lujano. Both of those Instagram handles are linked in the show notes. So come connect with me on there. I want to know who you are, what you're doing, and what you took away from this podcast. I love to hear from you, love to hear from your feedback and what you want more out of this show, um, or just to say hi. I love reading those messages too. But hope you guys have a wonderful week. If you can do one more thing for me before we go, is please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. If you are on Apple Podcasts or have an iPhone specifically, like Apple Podcasts ratings really help the growth of the show. So search the little purple icon on your iPhone, type in the girl who can, find my face, scroll down, leave a review. It takes 30 seconds or less, and I would appreciate it so much. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. So happy you showed up and we'll chat next Wednesday. Bye everybody.